Hi, and thank you for listening to our podcast. I'm Tommy Brannick. And I'm David Zappla. Today, we're going to be talking about the miracle at the Viswa. This battle um, was a very important turning point in the Polish-Soviet War and can be is very important um, to show the Polish Catholic identity. This battle um, basically... Uh, basically turned the whole war in the Polish favor and we're going to be talking about a painting that like that depicts the turning point of the war which is going to be what we're talking about for the rest of the podcast and hopefully we have you learn something about the painting and the war and give you a little nice background on everything that's been going on within the within the history of uh, the Catholic faith in Poland So first in this podcast, we're going to start talking about the background of the war and what led up to the war and then what led up to the battle at the Wisla itself. Uh, basically, um, Poland became a new country in 1917 after the end of World War One. The Allies made a new country and at the same time, you had the Bolshevik Revolution in Russia. And so Russia... Um, had uh, had visions of spreading their influence to the rest of Europe. So during this time, the Soviets in 1919 decided to invade uh, Poland and try to spread their influence uh, to the rest of Europe. So how this kind of first got started was the that Poland's chief of state, Józef Piłsudski, uh, felt like the time was right for Polish and Poland and their borders to expand more east to try and also combat the influence of communism with the influence of so things such as socialism and capitalism. Um, and Vladimir Lenin, uh, who was a leader of the Red Army, saw Poland as a bridge to cross over to the other side of Europe to spread their communist movements um, and bring about more European revolutions. So by 1919, the Polish forces had pretty much taken control of Western Ukraine from moving more eastward. And this had uh, initiated the Kiev Offensive, um, where the Poland and Polish-run part of Ukraine tried to take control of the Soviet-occupied uh, eastern half of the country. Um, and that is said to have truly started the war. Um, so... Poland itself is a is like a major battleground and it was a major battleground during World War One with the trench war and stuff like that. And after World War One, it really did lack a lot of like political stability. Um, and even though it had won the uh, difficult, difficult conflict um, against the West Ukrainian National Republic, um, it had already become uh, embroidered in new conflicts with Germany. Also, one thing uh, to note, it's it's only been a new country for only about three years, so it doesn't really have it doesn't really have a really good army. Uh, it's brand new. Um, the political system is brand new. They're everything's more experimental, and they don't really have uh, have anything truly set up in a concrete fashion um, like any of the older uh, uh, European powers. 
but also at the same time the Bolshevik revolution was start was in um was also pretty recent so the Soviets at this time were not as well equipped as they could have been and yeah which I totally agree with and um even when while there were clashes between like the Polish and like the Russian forces like in like February in early like February of 1919 it would honestly almost take a year for them to realize that they were in like a full-fledged war um and this kind of came after the uh Kiev offensive um by Poland where Soviet forces launched a successful counterattack in that in the summer of 1920 which forced the Polish army to retreat westward um and they were really in disarray and they really seemed on the verge of disintegration and over and observers predicted really a decisive Soviet victory um honestly the Russian strategy for them to defeat the Polish was a mass push towards the capital of Poland which was Warsaw at the time and still is and its capture for Russia would have been would have had major propaganda effect for the Bolshevik revolution and it would have expected the fall of the Polish capital not only to undermine the Polish people but to spark an international series of communist uprisings and clear the way for the Red Army to join the German Revolution. So now we're going to look at the actual painting, The Miracle at the Wisła. Um, and there will be a link provided if you want to look along with us as we talk about it. If not, the, feel free to just listen along. Um, and now I'll have David uh, give a little bit of a more in-depth talk about the actual painting itself. Okay, the actual painting, um, Miracle at the Vis- Wisła, was uh, created by a... Polish uh, realist painter called uh, Jerzy Kosak. Um, he basically uh, painted a picture um, of what what the battle um, or what the battle would have sort of looked like. Um, one one thing that um, you see in the uh, photo is you see the, the Blessed Virgin Mary up up in the upper left hand corner of the painting. Um, it's actually kind of interesting. Um, they call it the miracle at the Aviswa um, because it happened the uh, Russian um, advances stopped on the day of the assumption of the uh, Holy Virgin Mary basically on um, on that day Ru- the Russian army basically stopped retreated and at that point the uh, Polish the Polish army had uh, 40 kilometer they gained 40 kilometers per day um, in the Russian retreat. Um, in the center of the photo, you can see Father Ignacy uh, Skrupka. Um, he basically is holding up a cross. Um, basically, he's holding up a cross and basically having the uh, having all the uh, soldiers follow him. Um, basically, um, in the battle, he everyone fell down. They basically did a, a sort of a last stand, last charge. And basically, everyone fell down, afraid because all the bullets uh, wasn't past them. And basically, Father Ignacy Skrupka, he uh, stood up, held up his cross, started saying a prayer. Um, basically, all these soldiers during this time, basically started 
were inspired by him and basically followed his example and actually uh, charged toward the enemy. Um, on the on the far right side of the photo, you can see that the Russian army is either retreating, dying, or uh, surrendering. Um, actually, in the uh, when they were retreating from the battle, um, they left everything. They left their machine guns. They left their ammunition. Their guns. They, they left their food. They left everything. They just ran. Yeah, and you can see like by the way it's painted, it's uh, it's really supposed to kind of exaggerate that really rusty kind of dirty look of a war uh, and all the smoke it's kind of very blurry um but at the same time it's very clear you can definitely tell what is going on and what's happening especially at, up at the top with the virgin mary you can tell she definitely the most clear person in the photo if she is even for being in the back and i think that that is for a reason another another interesting thing is that up up on top in the clouds you can see the winged hussars. The winged hussars is a um, well, the sort of a famous um, cavalry unit that was part of the uh, Vienna. Um, basically, they save, helped save Vienna against the Ottoman Turks back in the uh, uh, 16th century. So basically, they they're very um, how do you say a religious uh, symbolism of basically Poland's past of helping save. Uh, Christian, uh, Christianity um, centuries ago. Another one interesting thing, um, in, in the bottom center, you could see a woman soldier. Um, during, this, uh, during this fight, it was not just um, men. It was, men uh, it was women, children, too. Um, some of the, peop- some of the uh, scouts in the army were in their teens, um, sometimes as young as like less than 12 years old, uh, fighting in this war. It was basically a last stand of everyone fighting. And so basically... Um, the painting really just depicts what it really is the turn of the war. And even though Father Ignacy Skrupka had gotten killed shortly after he had done this heroic um, gesture and movement to help advance the Polish forces, um, they had held a very a funeral within a war which is something that never happens unless it's until the war is ended which shows the importance of how much they cared about their religion and how much he really meant to that army also one thing um this this gesture was also sort of a political play by the general um basically saying um we stopped them on this day because of our faith this man Now we are going to be talking about an adaptation of this war through a movie um, that was made back in 2011, which was a Polish movie, of course. Um, And we actually have a link to the short uh, two to three minute clip of what happened shortly before, during, and then after the battle. Um, So if you want to pause the podcast right now and then go watch the video, click the link, and then come back and visit us, we can we'll we'll be having a conversation talking about the uh the the battle and how it how the movie and the real battle in real life um all came together thanks for joining us again so the first thing you see in the clip is of the Father Ignacy Skrupka, he is blessing, giving a blessing to uh, 
the soldiers before they're going to battle. I think it probably is the day, like the day before or so. It's usually it's usually like the day of. Yeah, or the just, day of. It's just like right before they're going out to battle. Yeah, it is, it, and that's like it's like a it was it's been like a Catholic tradition for for ages. It's it's been a Catholic tradition for many centuries, of where like before an army goes out, even in the Middle Ages. Of where a priest would bless bless the knights before they go out, and it's been a tradition that's been continued even even to the 1920s with Poland. Yeah, and then um, the second part that we see is uh, at, of the actual battle where you see all of the soldiers they're lying down. It kind of seems like they're at their last they're at their last stand, which they are, and you see Father Skruka stand up and do the same exact pose that you see in the painting. And I think the movie really does give a good depiction of, like, how it was. Because people were still getting killed as long as they were... I mean, they were still charging, and they didn't yes. care. They were fighting for their country and for their religion. And Yeah, one thing is, um, for this for this fight, it was sort of like a trench warfare. Mm-hmm. Which um, Poland, at this time, was trying to get away from trench warfare. Because it's really gets really bloody. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, this was a last stand on the outskirts of uh, Warsaw, the capital. And basically, to sa- to try to save them, they had to take all the soldiers out of Warsaw and leave just, like, the new new recruits. Like, some of those rec- new recruits only had, like, not, not, not even half an hour worth of training how to shoot a gun and how to shoot, uh, how to fight. Yeah. And some of these people were really young. There was women, children, everyone. But it was, they were doing it for a purpose, and I feel like that's exactly why they won. Um, which brings us to our third and last part, is you can see shortly after um, they start charging back against uh, the Russians, uh, Father Skrupka gets shot in the head and gets killed. Um, and they show they cut right to a scene of a funeral where you see hundreds of people gathered around and it's just this very colorful and bright and very celebratory thing and it's happening literally in the middle of a war which we talked about earlier didn't happen and was just showing it was a very much of a sign of respect and a sign of hey this is our religion and this is something that really it means a lot to us and this is something that we treat very seriously and it's our country and things that we believe in and this isn't you your influence isn't going to have anything to do with us in our country yeah um basically um during this time yes it's still a war but a lot of things were uncertain yeah um yes the polish in the next few days after after this they were the russians were retreating 40 kilometers a day um but you still if the russians uh regrouped and came back it could have been all for nothing yeah and i feel like overall i feel like the movie and that that clip alone really just did it justice and really helped it come full circle especially with the art being exact the exact same thing even adding just a little bit more with the day that it was on and showing the virgin mary and stuff like that because it also has to do with faith and i think that's a very important part which is why it's at the top of the painting and almost in the middle and i feel like that's why mary is a very large character last part we want to talk about the legacy of father ignacy skrupka basically after the polish soviet war um 
basically the Russians were forced to retreat. Um, basically, they were stopped from uh, uh, coming back and trying to spread their influence into the rest of Europe. At this point, um, they were stopped until after World War II. They, they weren't really able to spread their influence until after then. Um, basically, also, Father um, uh, Skrupka, he, he had uh, several uh, statues that were put up in his honor. And this painting was, uh, was made. Um, the, these, sta- these statues and these paintings, even um, they lasted all, all until now. Um, basically, um, even through Nazi Germany, um, um, and more recently, the Soviet, uh, Soviet Union's occupation of Poland, they were still up um, because he was a Polish hero. Um, basically, the Soviet, the Soviet Union... Uh, could not touch his statue because the people respected him so much that even considering taking down his statue would have caused a lot of civil unrest. Yeah, I mean, because he was a religious figure to them, too. So, ironically, it was it, it was a statue of the Polish defeating the Soviet Union. And basically, the Soviet Union may have not liked it up, but they couldn't take it down because... It was just, it's just a really powerful national uh, symbol to the Polish Mm -hmm. people. Yeah. Uh, We would like to thank you very much for listening into our podcast. Um, We hope you learned something today about the value that Christianity has in Poland and about a new, a battle you may have never heard about and uh, a hero you may have never heard about, Father Ignacy Skrupka. Um, And we hope that you learned a little bit more about the Polish culture just overall uh, and understood how important uh, religion really is in their culture. So thank you again for listening. It's been Tommy. And this is David. And we hope you have a good day.